Hello, I am Roxy Nafusi and welcome to the very first episode of my brand new podcast, The Moments That Made Me. I came up with the idea at a dinner party one night where I was asking everyone what their defining moments were. I've always been fascinated when I speak to people that inspire me or who are successful in finding out how they got there. What are those moments that led them to where they are? We all have those light bulb moments, those epiphanies or those rock bottoms that completely change the direction of our lives. So I wanted to create a podcast where I could speak to incredible guests about their moments. What I want anyone listening to take away from this podcast is that life is full of unexpected surprises. You truly never know what is around the corner. And isn't that so exciting? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I am so excited to be introducing this week's guest, the wonderful Tanya Burr. Tanya is one of the original Instagrammers, building an unbelievable career in what was, at the time, a completely new industry. Through this, she amassed millions of followers on social media, wrote several books, and appeared on the front cover of a number of UK's glossiest magazines. In 2017, Tanya made her acting debut and has gone on to perform on stage, in TV and on film. I am genuinely so looking forward to hearing her three defining moments that led her to where she is today. Hello, Tanya. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I haven't done a podcast. I think I've only ever done one ever. Um, and that was like two years ago. Really? Oh yeah. my God, I'm so honoured. Well, thank you for choosing this one. <laughs> I think it's so exciting and I really love talking about favourite moments and things like that. So I yes. thought this is just perfect and I love you and think you're great. Oh, thank you. It is because it's so, like I always do think it is just nuts. It's like if you listen to someone's life stories, it's like, oh, this happened and then my life went in a totally new direction and then yeah. this happened and if that didn't happen or if I didn't hit that low or if I didn't, like, miss that meeting, this would never... And I just think it's so exciting that life is full of these, like, amazing surprises. Yeah, totally. And I feel like um, it kind of... Obviously, we've been planning this for a while and then I suddenly realised this it's happening today and I thought, oh God, I need to think about answers <laughs> and what are my three most defining moments? But I kind of thought it might just be nice to just kind of chat and things I love come that. up. Exactly, exactly. And you have... I mean, I am fascinated by your story, actually. And I have been watching you, obviously, for years. And, you know, I do think it's phenomenal and so interesting to be someone who made a career from something that wasn't there to start with you know what I mean so you've and you've watched firsthand the rise of social media of um you know this new industry where people make money from the internet and yeah, you know it's, so it's, it's just crazy it's crazy and you've I, seen all of it happen yeah I remember when the word influencer first came up and I didn't even know what it meant. And Stylist put me on their cover of their magazine and they wrote on the front, Influencer. 
And I didn't even think anything of it. I just thought they're talking about that influence people. And then a year later, the word kind of boomed and everyone was being called influencers. And I thought, oh, that's what they meant when they said influencer. <laughs> like, I didn't even know it was a thing. That is nuts to think that you didn't even know it was a thing. And you're one of the the originals. Mm. So let's just go back and let's start on your first defining moment. Okay, so I think, and I was actually speaking to my friend about this last night and it's made me think I wanted to mention it today. This is my best friend who I live with and she's a school teacher and she loves being in that and she's doing amazing, like she's going to go and like rule the world of teaching <laughs> one day. And um, But she says she very much suits being in that system because she really, she says she would struggle to do my job because she wouldn't, be think, wanting to think outside the box and think I'll take that risk she likes to be she's a very hard worker but she she likes to be given the work and then right. she can excel and do it and kind Absolutely. of move up in a system whereas I never really worked very well in the system I didn't love school um and I did a levels but didn't really love them mm. and didn't ever like being told what to do <laughs> and then I said to her I really think that something that really defined me was my dad when I was younger would always say to me you can do anything you want you can be whoever you want you can achieve whatever you want to and part of me always thought because he's quite kind of strong-minded my dad and I guess some people might hear him say that and not believe him but um I guess it just kind of got drummed into me and I definitely think that that was a moment or a kind of a, a thing from my childhood that really defined me and that I still carry with me today. I don't walk around hearing my dad's voice in my head, but I feel like him saying that so much kind of just bred it into me that I can of do course. whatever. And it gives you that confidence because I think that's made me a big risk taker because I believe that things will work out. It makes you a manifester. Yes. Actually, it really does. And you're right, it's not about hearing his voice every day, but it's about the fact that it's now in your subconscious. And, you know, the thing is, is our subconscious, so much of it comes from what we hear and where our self-worth is sort of made as a child. So to have someone giving you that confidence from such an early age is going to have a profound effect on how you grow up and what you believe that you deserve and therefore what you manifest. That's a great moment and I love that. And I think that's really encouraging actually to hear even as a parent or for any other parent listening that how important the things that you say and the encouragement you give your children and that belief that you instill in them, you know, what a difference that's going to make for them going forward. Yeah, I mean, it's a scary thing as well. Like I don't have children, <laughs> but I would be thinking, oh my God, what if I say the wrong thing? Actually, there's so much risk. like don't fuck them up. Yeah. Um, so what would you say was like your first risk that you took? Um, so this would be another defining moment, I think. My first risk was um, deciding not to go to university and quitting my job. I was just working in retail, kind of in a gap year. I went traveling as well in that year. And I decided not to go to university. And what was the thinking behind that decision? Because I just started doing the kind of social media stuff and I just decided to do that. But at that time, people people weren't making money from social media, right? No, I think I was making maybe like four pounds a day. I remember this was back in the kind of days of YouTube when there was Google AdSense and right. you literally attached your bank account and Google would just message you and say, oh, this video of yours has over this many thousand views. You can earn money on this if you let us advertise. And I just emailed back saying, okay, here's yeah. my bank details. <laughs> and um, and then they just start, you, you can live see on your phone. It's not like this anymore. And um, I don't do YouTube anymore, but it's, it all changed obviously a lot over the years. But in the beginning, you could literally log into Google AdSense on your phone and see pennies going up as people watched your videos. Wow. It was crazy. And what were you filming and recording and why did you start YouTube in the first place? So I started YouTube in the first place because um, my ex's older sisters were doing it and I was kind of 
in a gap year, not doing all that much. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if it was bef- just before I went traveling, I think. And um, they just said, why don't you just give it a go? And they and their makeup artists, they were doing makeup videos and right. they used me as a model sometimes. And right. I was really shy and never spoke really on camera. But people would comment saying, oh, we would love Tanya to have her own YouTube channel. And so it's just kind of, it started from there. And then I just thought, I feel like I've got something here. I'm just going to go with this for a bit and see what happens. And, and without any expectation of where it was going to take you. Yeah, I had no expectation. I was kind of just enjoying the ride and then twitter popped up so i joined twitter then instagram popped up so i joined instagram and i just kind of gained followers on all of the platforms do you remember a time where you thought oh this is like a thing now this isn't just like a hobby and like i'm seeing how it's going like this is actually bigger than i thought it was ever going to be yeah i think for me that would just be kind of a financial thing. It would be when um, I could afford to not have another job. So I could just, I mean, my living costs weren't a lot. I was living in Norfolk and <laughs> living with parents and not paying yeah. rent. So um, it was quite a good time. But um, but yeah, I think it was just realising that it could be a business. And what, what fun. But what fun, but also... Um, I think it would be so great for you to sort of speak about the fact that it's it is also such hard work. And yeah. how was it at the time because I think now people are more understanding of how much people actually put into this industry and how much, you know, influencers, bloggers, YouTubers, you know, it it wants it goes from being a hobby to being a real job and there is a lot that goes behind it. And at the time, I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but I think people back then were a bit like Uh, like how easy like easy money you're not you know you're just having fun you're just recording yourself like whatever you know Mm. they didn't really appreciate how hard it was what do you think about that I think that anyone is going to be jealous of that career because Mm. at the end of the day you run your own time you're your own boss um you get given amazing opportunities you get paid pretty well but there is also tons of downsides and um, also it's hard work and it's I'd say it's more dedication than anything. There were a few people I knew who were quite interested in doing it so I kind of helped them out and get them started and then they just wouldn't really do anything and yeah. or they'd forget to post and <laughs> and I'd be like, no, you have to live and breathe this thing. Consistency is a big part of why someone is successful as opposed to why someone's not successful yeah. at it, right? Yeah, and I also think you just part of it is there's definitely a lot of hard work and dedication I I shouldn't really play that down too much that I definitely have worked a lot in the last 10 years and put so much time and thought into it but also I think it's luck as well and who you are because you have to be someone that people are just interested like I have no idea why people started following me Mm. and I'll never know and when people say to me I want to start on Instagram and how do I gain followers I couldn't tell you how to gain followers yeah I'd love to know I love that but you know I think I mean I obviously I'm obsessed with manifesting and you know me too but I think it sounds like and the impression I get is that you're very authentic and people I talk about authenticity a lot but people are drawn to uh, people who are open and truly themselves and it doesn't come around a lot, actually. There's always a kind of need to be liked or validated, which gives people a mask. And you can't connect with that mask. Yeah. So I think probably, you know, your dad's put in this, you know, helped you to become a risk taker, helped you to be your own boss, helped you to build confidence in who you are. So I presume there's not then that need for validation in that way so then you interesting you saying that because I definitely compared to some of my friends on social media with small followings and big followings and just people I know I weirdly don't care and don't need validation from others 
Yeah. And maybe that's maybe that has been a good thing for I, me. I think it's absolutely um, a good thing. And I think people can feel that. And I think rather than, I mean, of course, there's always an element of luck, but actually it's this um, energetic kind of transparency that people are always going to be drawn to. Yeah, that's an interesting way of looking at it. I've yeah. never thought about it like that before. <laughs> I always just say, I don't know. <laughs> why, do you, why do you follow me? I don't know. <laughs> But what fun. And I mean, what a ride. How have you seen sort of social media? I mean, God, you must get asked this so much, but I am just fascinated by how much it's changed in the last 10 years. And I'm fascinated in talking to you about it because you've been right at the centre of it. Um, I think it's been, I mean, it's been a whirlwind. And I have over the years had to kind of navigate this new space and watch it change and grow and decide how exactly I fit into it and I think that what's nice about being one of the first people to do this is that I can kind of create my own path because nothing's expected of me in the same way that it might be of someone who is really that definition of an influencer yeah because I feel like because my business became I don't know, successful before that was a thing. I feel like I'm, I kind of have my own thing going on, so I don't have to conform to lots of different Absolutely. things. And like when I decided that I wanted to keep my private life private, and I still, I still share loads on social media, but it's all about me. You don't see kind of my relationships. You might see a little bit of my family every now and then, but mm. not loads and friends. I kind of keep it about. If you're following my Instagram, it's to find out what I'm up to, what I'm wearing, what beauty things I'm into, Absolutely. kind of what else is going on in my career and, you know. And did, when did you decide to do that? Probably a, uh, quite a few years in because in the beginning I was just so naive. So I would just put <laughs> anything online. I would be like, I mean, I found a video on YouTube the other day and I left it public because I just thought it was quite hilarious that it was online. And it was from when... I was in Thailand staying in a hostel and I'd just done a room tour and it was Stop. so kind of candid and <laughs> and just absolute rubbish and just me saying, so I'm really tired, I'm in Bangkok, like the sorum, there's no cockroaches, I love this place. And um, you can still find out. Wait, online. so how crazy, you literally have your whole like 20s like in video format like an online diary yeah. do you ever look back and just be like what the fuck I know it's crazy <laughs> and um but yeah there's some things if I found them a bit personal I may have kind of privated or archived that, yeah. that stuff but then there's some things that I just think are harmless but I would never be posting that now right? <laughs> although saying that I feel like I would probably Instagram story something like that yeah but Instagram story is so different because it goes after 24 hours yeah although I add all of my stories to highlights because I'm sentimental and I never do you all yeah, of them all of them so Stop. every single one I, I categorize so them think... into months so you know how some people in their highlights will have like yes. workout yeah yeah quotes yeah um, <laughs> and mine is literally months so I will we'll add everything this month to my January highlight because I like oh to be able to look God. through and see what I was doing every day I love that. It's like it's, and I literally do it for me. I don't feel like anyone watches highlights on Instagram. No, I do it for my own kind of personal archive that that is actually public. Absolutely love that. All right, we'll scrap that twenty-four hour Insta story. (laughs) And if you want listening, you want to see what um, Tanya was up to in two thousand seventeen January. Is there? (laughs) They didn't have highlights back then. I wish they did. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, we're here to tell you about the Loose Lips podcast. Me being Georgie Porter. And me, Samira Mighty. We are all about honesty and not holding back, especially when it comes to what's in the news. Plus, we answer your questions and give advice wherever it's asked for. Even when it's not asked for, we're all about what you're really thinking and what you really want to know. You can expect to hear a little bit of this. Darling, this is all fake. Well, how... What kind of idiot? A little bit of this. Why am I obsessed with dating shows? I've done every one of them. (laughs) And of course, a bit of this as well. Who the hell did this? Get them now. That's the Loose Lips podcast out every Monday and not forgetting the bonus extra lippy on Thursdays. Find it wherever you found this podcast. We'll see you there. Bye. Let's move on to your third defining moment. I feel like this is very recent for me, but it's because I've had quite a transformative couple of years. And I would say... It was my interview that I did with Stella that came out at the, I think it was either beginning of November, no, it was end of November it came out. Mm-hmm. And I'd not done press for a long time. And that was just a really kind of lovely moment for me because I was feeling really happy after having quite a tough year. And I just think that um it was just really lovely to kind of have it all written down on paper and I feel like it just kind of encapsulated me now and how I'm feeling and where I'm at in my career and I just feel like that was a big moment for me. Like an awakening or a feeling of recognising how far you've come. Yeah, yeah, it really was and I feel like it just kind of reset my kind of it just kind of reset me and yeah there hadn't been I'd been so kind of I hadn't spoken out in a long time and I just think that was quite a good moment where I now feel like great now I can carry on I love that I think as well yeah it's it's important to show people I think if you've had a year that's been you know and for anyone that's had a year that's been like hard or you know they've done a lot of growing I want to talk about growing as well I saw this amazing tell me quote I love a quote obviously (laughs) so I saw this the other day it said personal growth is misleading because it sounds like it's going to be fun but if we all called it deliberately making yourself so uncomfortable it'll feel like you're dying nobody would do it and we'd all be screwed (laughs) And I feel like last oh, yeah that. last year for me was also I guess this that was kind of like a long moment that defined me. Yeah. I did so much personal growth and it was so painful to do. And there were things I could have done to make my life easier and things, but I just really wanted to take time and really learn to be with myself and really figure out who I was. And there were career things I needed to be working really hard on, and I just did so much kind of personal growth in a work <laughs> yeah I mean, but it has it's but sometimes when you're in it you think I'm never going to come out the other side yeah. of this but then once you've done it you just think I'm so glad um that it happened you know oh I'm I'm so glad you've said that and spoken about it because I think there is it exactly what you say when you're in it you never see a way out I, I always say when you're depressed you never think you'll be happy again and when you're happy you never think you'll be depressed again and the thing is everything is transient and mm. inner work is 
not something that anyone can ever do overnight. It has to be consistent mm. and it has to be, you know, hard times have to be healed. Yeah. Otherwise they linger. Yeah. And I think the fact that you spent that time and just went through it mm. and like felt it and dealt with it. And then to do an interview like that and be like, hey guys, I feel really great. Yeah. How empowering is that? Yeah, it's re- it really is. It really was lovely. And I feel like also it's just, I feel like I'm at a point in my career now where I don't have... I still have goals and things I want to do, but I feel like I just want things to just carry on the way they are almost because I'm at a point where, um, you know, acting wise, there's so much I want to do, but it feels like it's heading in the right direction now. And then with the Instagram, I feel like it's at a place where I'm happy with it and I'm not thinking, oh God, I really want to transform this and make this a bit more like that. I just think, no, I just need to carry on. And then I'm starting a new business this year well I've been working on it for two years but it's hopefully launching this year and that's all happening so it feels like things are just in place and I can just work hard and make oh my god stuff you happen. are the definition of a manifester because that what you're saying there is true gratitude and I talk in my manifesting workshops about gratitude without caveats so like people kind of think oh yeah I am really grateful for my job I just you know I'll be happier when I'm promoted or yeah I am really happy in my re- relationship but I'll, you know if only he did this differently or I am really do you know what I mean there's always a totally. but or a what if or yeah I'm happy but I'll be happier when you know and that's yeah. not true gratitude and for you to sit here and it's so funny because I was speaking about this this morning with my boyfriend saying the exact same thing that actually it's not you can have it all, which is a quote that me and Wade had written down. We crossed out the can and that is actually you have it all. And that's exactly what you're embracing and embodying. So you are in a constant state of true gratitude. So you are high vibe and you are manifesting. (laughs) That's great news. Um, I love all the things you're making me aware of that are really nice. It's so it's so funny because I mean, I probably sound like I'm batshit to half the people listening because I'm so no, obsessed I'm, with this. I'm big on this stuff. One of my <laughs> biggest things is that gratitude interrupts anxiety. And I'm really big on that. Oh, um, yes. It was my friend Anna who said to me, every morning when you wake up, write down three things you're grateful for. And they almost need to be not to do with other people, really. Of they, course. They need to be things to do with you. And realising that you are the most important person in your own world and... All I mean, I've just done tons of this shit. Oh, I can so tell. Like, I can feel the work that you've done on yourself. I mean, this is, you've actually making me feel, you're making me feel empowered. <laughs> and I'm pretty up there feeling positive anyway. <laughs> I feel like you're definitely the one who can make anyone feel empowered. But thank you. It's very sweet. Um, no, this is amazing. So what would you say is like, okay, so cause the whole point of this podcast is to really inspire people, especially when they're feeling lost or... Um, they're at their rock bottom and it's kind of saying that actually like these moments in your life where you're feeling low um, and working through them are going to help you and what kind of work for inner work would you say worked for you or would you encourage other people to do or what's your kind of advice to anyone that is going through that kind of dark time where they want to feel like things will be okay I think that's a big question Um, and I'm definitely no expert on this stuff I feel like I've only just gotten into it in the last year Um, but for me I think it was really having spending a lot of time alone Mm. I think is really good because if you can get comfortable with that I think it's really important and then you start to need that time on your own which is really interesting because before I was someone who would be busy 24 hours a day be with people all the time whereas now I need my alone time and I kind of get energy from that and so I think that's really important I think not judging yourself and kind of being easier on yourself is really important that actually wasn't something that was a massive issue for me but um I know it is for a lot of people so I feel like that can be helpful um and I just think learning to choose yourself always and it does not in kind of a really selfish horrible way obviously you can still help other people and love people and I mean you have a child so you'll know this but I think 
by choosing yourself, you're making yourself the best person possible to be the mother of your child. Oh my God. And so it kind of, it does affect everyone around you. You are a wise soul, I tell you. I mean, okay, I'm going to unpack all three of those. (laughs) The being alone, I couldn't agree more because happiness is not that kind of like external highs. Like true happiness is being able to sit with yourself and to like be okay yeah and I think so many of us escape alone time you know whether we are like scrolling through our phones or trying to constantly like make plans it's like I'm not free I have to like make a plan yeah there's like a need a compulsion to like Mm -hmm. fill all your time and also filling your time with other people constantly whereas I think it's really important to think what do I like to do for me oh I always date yourself yeah like have a date with yourself like run a bath like listen to a podcast like make it like a thing take yourself out to I love eating in restaurants alone and but it is true to you so I haven't I haven't done that but what someone recently said to me go eat at a restaurant by yourself do it 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 is so you just like people watch and you know you can order in your own time yeah you spend spend time with yourself (laughs) it's really nice yeah I feel like I mean I think being single was just a very important time for me um, because I just think it's so important to, I mean, if someone comes along, amazing, but someone who's going to add to your life, not be the definition of your life. So I think it's just so important to love yourself, love your life, get comfortable in what you're doing, have your own goals and think about your work and your friends and your family and who's important to you and all of that stuff. And then if you meet someone, great. If they can be a great addition and fit into your life and you can fit into theirs and you both add something to each other, but you're not kind of desperate to be finding the right person because I think that I definitely felt that at times and thought, oh God, I need to be finding someone. And then as soon as you relax, it's just so much better. And then you know that you're doing something for the right reasons instead of kind of... You always want to be with someone because you want to be, not because you need to be. Yeah. And I think for any relationship to be truly healthy, nobody can need the other. And no one could be, can be relying on the other for, you know, to fill their voids. Because then you're always setting an expectation on that person to do something for you that they cannot do. You know, you can only do it for yourself. Yeah, I think it's that you're so right. I really agree with that because... It's a really tricky one because obviously people can make you happy and that's great, but they're not responsible for your happiness. You are. The only person responsible is you. So you can't, and this is not to do with a relationship, more like if you're dating someone over early days, but I just think I saw a quote the other day that said something to do with, um, I'm going to get it all wrong, but your self-worth can't be dependent on someone texting you back. And I just think that's so important. And I feel like that's something that I've told friends who've been in tricky situations um, where I've just been like, no, you need to be doing you. Totally. Yeah. I'm running a relationships workshop. I really want to come to one of your workshops. Oh my God. Well, the next one is relationships. We're manifesting, but it's sold out. Yay. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But next one's relationships. But it's all, really, it's all about self-worth. And it's all about realising you know just stop allowing yourself to be treated like in less than you deserve it's just it blows my mind when I hear women like and not just women but I most most of my clients are women and the people I speak to but you know just allowing allowing this stuff you know and I really am like on a mission to empower them because if a guy is looking at your insta stories it doesn't mean that they like you they've just flicked through your stories it's not enough yeah like because people often message me and they'll be like Roxy like I really like this guy he's been texting me but he is looking at my insta stories I've totally had that no (laughs) I had that yeah like last year and I just thought well why is he not replying to my messages lol if he listens to this um and he's watching all of my stories and occasionally even replying to an Instagram story with an emoji and I just think you're so annoying just text me back yeah it's like you just and the thing is it's one of those things because I mean, this is going down a whole different tangent, but it's like people get addicted to that one, like, let's say that response. And so you kind of hold on to it and you're like, oh, okay. And you wait for the next time they do something nice to then validate your reason for hanging on. 
Yes. And then you wait for the next time they fuck up because you're like, well, the next time he does something wrong, then I'll then I'll end it. Yeah. But then that time comes and you wait for the next time. It's just a vicious cycle. It's like if you're gonna end it, end it now. Like you don't need to wait till the next time they fuck up because you know that they will. And also you really shouldn't have to try that hard and be kind of doing all of these weird things to kind of make some make something work because I read something the other day that said you um you never have to negotiate your way into a heart that wants you there. Absolutely not. I mean you really you should never even be questioning these things in the early days look there are red flags and so many people ignore them they literally just ignore them it's like um he's not really messaging me back um he's not really he's kind of like mentioning that he fancies other girls it's like um hello (laughs) red flag woo, waving in front of you (laughs) but then you know it's so easy because you're so desperate for that connection and it's totally natural uh, yeah as humans we we're wired for it we want connection exactly but as soon as you Fill up your voids. You get your self-love from yourself. And that was another thing that you said about loving yourself. as mm. It's not selfish. You know, when um, I speak about it, you know, quite openly, but when Wolf was born, my son, I had zero self-worth, zero self-love. I mean, I was in a really, really dark place. So because I was so lacking in self-love for myself, I had none to give even to my child. Mm. And I didn't bond with him for, you know, quite you know a couple of months until I found the self-love for myself so you can only truly love others when you have enough love for yourself I'm glad that you see it that way too because I was worried I would come across selfish being like you're the most important thing in your own world but but that's the problem my first workshop was a self-love workshop because yeah because you know everybody has Look, we find it very easy to love other people, but most people find it really deeply uncomfortable to love themselves and they see it as selfish, Mm. you know, because that's the connotation that comes with you know loving yourself but self-love is different to that it's not um it's not selfish or vanity it's actually just appreciating yourself putting your well-being first putting your Mm -hmm. happiness first and when you do that you're not going to be jealous angry um envious bitter you know you're going to be full of love and you're going to have so much love to give back to the world oh yeah i also feel like it makes you a better friend because if you've spent time working on yourself looking after yourself and you feel good when your friend says i really need to see you i'm having a bad day you'll be there instead of possibly having a panic attack and not be able to leave the house yourself (laughs) definitely happened to me in the past (laughs) like um yeah i just think that you're right you're so right yeah self-love god i feel honestly i'm buzzing (laughs) I i really am i think you you are really quite an incredible guest and i'm so glad that we've had this episode we've been talking about this because you've literally brought up so many important messages that I'm constantly trying to um you know tell people and I'm trying to inspire people with these messages and you're doing it in such a beautiful way and oh thank you, you I know, feel like I'm just reeling off everything from inside my head that doesn't usually come out so you know it's obviously all gone in and made a real difference so like well done on everything you've been doing over the last year because it has seriously paid off thank you um so before we finish I've got 10 quick fire questions for you okay so the first question is, what is your most memorable book? Oh, God. I feel like I need to say something intelligent. No. <laughs> but my most memorable book would have to be Harry Potter, all, all of them. Just, Great answer. Just because I couldn't not pick it, because <laughs> it kind of defined my childhood <laughs> and and then you obviously had all the films coming out and it was just I mean it was the biggest kind of fiction the biggest kind of story of my entire life and oh. I still listen to it to go to sleep every single night <laughs> I love that yeah I've actually just got an Alexa in my room I used to always do it on my phone but yeah. I didn't like having to play with my phone right before I went to sleep I still definitely do do that sometimes but just to have the option not to I can now say Alexa read my book oh my god it's the best and Alexa stop reading in one hour so I can go to sleep oh I love it and the thing is Alexa now for me is Alexa play nursery rhymes (laughs) which is my favorite and Alexa what's the time and then two minutes later 
Alexa, what's the time? Because I'm so desperately waiting for a time for bath time. I'm like counting <laughs> down the so minutes funny. at the end of the day. And Wade will sometimes hear me in the other room just going, Alexa, what's the time? He's like, it's been two minutes. Oh my God, my nine-year-old nephew, I bought him an Alexa for his birthday last year and my it's driven my sister crazy because, well, one, she had to put on this kind of like non-explicit thing on it but she said it doesn't work and he's still he'll be like Alexa play Stormzy and kind, no. of, and kind of whisper it to Alexa and then he has it on full blast in his room with like all of the swear words oh but who can't love Stormzy yeah I've got Storm. I play Stormzy to Wolf do you yeah I love it I'm gonna get him into grime yeah <laughs> it's like my guilty pleasure <laughs> okay um, your favourite quote that might be a tough one for you I feel okay let me look at some things <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with Charlie Maxey because I'm obsessed with him. Oh my God, he's incredible. I messaged him a year ago when I was pregnant with Wolfie and I was like, I love your art, can I come to your studio? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then I never followed up and then he blew up and now he's got like hundreds of thousands of followers and I'm probably never going to get a piece of artwork. Um, Oh my God, imagine if you'd got a piece then. I mean, so the message is, if you like something go get it don't wait don't wait um so i love this one from him that says one of our greatest freedoms is how we react to things oh i love that and you always have a choice yeah and when you own that you you do you there is a complete sense of freedom in fact one of my quotes is if um taking responsibility will give will free you because it is all about taking responsibility for your life. And once you own that responsibility, mm. you are literally free. You're free of anger. You're free of resentment. You're free of um, any kind of bitterness towards yeah. your past or other people. But I just think even with simple day-to-day stuff, like, you know, leaving the house and stepping in a puddle, it's up to yeah. you how much you want to let that ruin your day. Absolutely. Okay. Um, your most influential mentor... Um, there's probably only one person in my life that I would really call a mentor. Obviously, there's loads of people who've influenced me, but my friend Noel Clark, who's an actor and a producer, he, him and I became friends. I actually knew his wife first, who's lovely, and we became friends maybe six years ago, and we've just always kind of met for lunch met for coffee and he's just been kind of one of my biggest mentors in helping to shape my career and especially with the acting stuff and giving me advice and saying no audition for this like have you been seen for this and he'd watch through audition tapes of mine and critique them and he's just always there and then it's kind of over the years we've grown closer and now he's kind of a personal mentor as well and we'll just talk oh I love that oh um your go-to feel-good film? Harry Potter. Got to be. Every time. Hardcore Harry Potter fan here. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, a moment where you felt most proud? Do you know what? I think it was probably... I went on a trip um, for my birthday last summer to Ibiza and I took all of my girls who are closest to me. And um, actually, my sister's fiance came as well. He was the one guy who came. <laughs> and we actually loved it. And we all just totally fell in love with him even more. And um, and he was amazing. He just made us barbecues all the time. But, um, but other than that, it was just us girls. And on that trip, I remember just kind of us being, you know, out on a boat for a day or something. And then just looking around, just thinking, oh, my God, I guess that's more lucky than proud. But just proud of how amazing and supportive and just incredible all of my girls asked this my yeah my sister and my best girlfriends that is so beautiful what a nice memory and like what a nice moment to yeah just be like- I think we all felt like that on that trip that it was so kind of filled with love and my sister wrote me a card afterwards and it was it was just really it was quite kind of there was just so much love on that trip and it was oh, so special that. and Ibiza is such a magical place isn't yeah it, it's it has got like such a special energy yeah a song that cheers you up Oh God, I just need a second. Oh my God, I have it. This is a hard one for me because, yeah, there there could have been a chance I wouldn't be able to answer that question because I find music makes me feel so much that if I'm needing cheering up, I really usually wouldn't listen to music because I'd be scared (laughs) that it would kind of start making me feel this or feeling that and I would kind of be thinking maybe 
maybe music's not it right now. I'll go read some inspirational quotes. Um, but um, Honey by Moby. Oh, I love such a great oh, tune. Oh, God. I mean, my 18-year-old brother is really into film and music. And he's on a film course at the moment. And he made a short film which was literally just him and his friends dancing around to that song and it's long that song it's like four and a half minutes I think and he just they shot it in loads of different locations and so cool and it's such a kind of feel good happy little film and I just loved it and I remember just watching that so much and then obviously knew that song and now every time I play that song it just makes me want to dance I'm going to listen to it on the way home Oh, oh, it's such a good... Do you, yeah. dri- do you drive home? No, I walk. You walk? Okay, yeah. well, you can just be dancing I've down the street. I've got my AirPods. I live in my AirPods. I don't oh have God. any. I've, I was like, I'm never going to get AirPods. They That's look ridiculous. Said. Addicted. That's not my reason Obsessed. for not getting them. I don't think they look ridiculous. I actually think people look quite tech and cool. I just feel no. like... <laughs> I feel like I would lose them. I'd lose one. No, you just don't. Okay. It depends if you're a loser kind of person. If you're a loser. If you're a loser. No, <laughs> if you're a kind of person that loses things, you will definitely lose them. I just am quite annoyingly organised. <laughs> so, like, back in the box. Where's the box? <laughs> um, okay. First three things you do when you wake up. Go to the bathroom. Of course. Um, shower. Brush my teeth. I think that's it. It's good. Obviously, it's look, at, look at my phone. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting so bad at the moment. I'm emailing at 5am and that is no word of a lie. I'll tell you when I'm bad at doing kind of midnight emails. And sometimes, especially, it happens to me when I've had the busiest days. I get wired yeah. and I can't go to sleep. Oh my God. It's um, so hard to unwind when you've had like a lot yeah. of adrenaline and, and also a lot of exciting stuff happen. Yeah. And sometimes it's not always bad reasons why I can't sleep. You're just kind of wired and I'll just think, oh my God, Alexa, just play Harry. Calm, <laughs> calm me down. <laughs> Your guilty pleasure. Love Island. I am asleep by 8.30 or 9 p.m. Oh my god, so, I'm so jealous. I wish I could do that. I'm so yeah, but I wake up like four thirty. Yeah. So I have not been able to watch it. It's on too late for me, which is so lame and embarrassing. You I could do to, you could do catch up though. I know, but could then be like a morning. Show I forgot for you. the fir- I forgot to catch up the first episode, and then you, it's kind of too late. It's like now I don't have enough hours to catch yeah. up. I bet I bet you could just start it kind of now, and it would just be fine. I need to. Because yeah. I love, I love it. It is addictive. Okay, one thing you'd like to achieve in the next year? I have two quite big things happening for me this year. So what I want to achieve is I want them to go really well. So Which I they have, will, because you're a manifesto. We've established this. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, obviously I've been acting for almost three years now, but it's a very kind of slow business. You have to be very patient. And like mm. I called my agent about a job. There were two jobs I auditioned for at the end of last year. And I called saying, I really want an update. And he was like, there's no update yet. You're still in the running. And it's, you know, it's just such a slow process. But I've just got my first kind of big role in something where I'm one of the leads in a film. And thank you. And that's shooting in the first half of this year and so I just really want to nail that and then the other thing is I'm starting a new business that's launching fingers crossed September um, this year so just kind of there's so much work to be done on both of those projects Um, so that's kind of they're kind of my main focuses for the next couple of months amazing well I wish you all the luck for them thank you so basically just hoping that they go well and then personal goal is just to be happy oh I love that spend time with my family I feel like it's weird and again saying how loving yourself isn't selfish because I honestly feel like since I've become the most in touch with myself I'm the closest I've ever been to my mum and dad and sister and brother oh I Um, love that how beautiful is that even just to think about and yeah I hope that encourages more people to focus on loving themselves yeah it doesn't only benefit you people around you like it too (laughs) Um, and the last question is the first person you called to share good news oh god now traffic one you can have a bonus person (laughs) oh god um probably i would depending what it was who would be most interested in that thing so i want the most (laughs) the person to be most excited with so if it was kind of um i mean i work with my best friend so if it was something we've been working on together 
then I would call her because she'd be in it with me and that excited. Yeah. If it was, I don't know, I would probably pick the person that was most relevant yes. to out of, yeah, best friends and then mum, dad, sister, brother. Yeah, oh, I love that. And that is true. There is there is someone for everything in your life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Tanya, you have just been, honestly, the most incredible guest. I have had so much fun talking to you. I genuinely feel proud of you and your journey and how kind of wise and inspiring and soulful you are. Um, And I really do wish you all the best in your upcoming projects, which I know you will smash this year. Thank you so much. It's been so nice to talk to you. You you are, I mean, everyone knows seeing your Instagram and stuff, you're very inspirational. So thank you. It's been lovely speaking to you. Thank you so much. If you would like to come to my next self-development workshop, it will be on the 4th of April and it's called Body and Mind with Roxy. I have the incredible celebrity trainer, Louisa Drake, giving us a 45-minute LDM sculpt class. It is the class that brought my abs back after pregnancy. And we also have nutritionist Jennifer Hanway talking to us about the link between gut health and mental health. I will be there teaching you everything I know about transformation, about creating new habits, breaking bad habits, creating solid routines, um, and how to use fitness and nutrition as your number one tool for your mental and emotional well-being. You can find tickets to the workshop on my website, which is www.roxynafusi.com. I genuinely cannot wait to see you there for what is going to be a truly inspiring morning. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.